KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. Good morning. I'm Annika Colbert. It's Wednesday, August 11th, a new fare system for the MTS. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. The majority of Escondido Union High School students returned to school for in-person learning on Tuesday morning. The district says they'll follow the county guidelines if any COVID-19 exposures come up. Jaslyn Mendez is a senior at Escondido High. I'm hoping that we can all just go back to sports and school and having just a normal teenage life for my last year here. Escondido Elementary Schools start later this month. Hundreds gathered at the convention center on Tuesday to share memories of Father Joe Carroll, who died a month ago at the age of 80. He was the founder of what is known today as Father Joe's Villages. Joe's Villages president and CEO Deacon Jim Vargas says Carroll died at peace. He knew that what he was placed here to accomplish, that he did that as best he could, and that he now was passing it on to others to continue in that work and and build on that legacy. A flash flood watch that was issued yesterday for the San Diego County Mountains is still in effect through this evening. It's also been expanded to include the county's deserts and the Coachella Valley. The National Weather Service says a complex of thunderstorms over Arizona will continue to move southwest, potentially reaching the San Diego Mountains and deserts late tonight into the overnight hours. The MWS advises residents to monitor later forecasts and be prepared to take action should a flash flood warning be issued. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. The San Diego Metropolitan Transit System is switching to a new fare payment system. KPBS Metro reporter Andrew Bowen says it's meant to make riding public transit a bit easier. If you ride the bus or trolley, it's time to say goodbye to the compass card and say hello to Pronto. The technology has gotten outdated and there's been new things that have come along to really help the passenger experience. MTS spokesman Mark Olson meets us at a trolley station in Chula Vista, one of more than 50 events where customers can get their new Pronto cards for free. Olson says one of the best features of the new system is a pay-as-you-go function called fare capping. What fare capping does is it provides the best fare for people when they're riding. 
and the smart card figures out what the best fare is going to be for that person. So it's one less thing that our customers need to worry about. So they're never going to pay more than a day pass in a given day or a monthly pass in a given month. I typically take an Uber to work, but then getting off in the morning, I'll take the bus. Fare capping is a useful tool for less frequent riders like Kiara Key. She says loading monthly passes or cash onto a compass card was a hassle. If you weren't at a trolley station, you had to go to certain stores. So I think Pronto will be a little bit more readily available for people that aren't mobile. And that reporting from KPBS Metro reporter Andrew Bowen. To entice people to give the new system a go, MTS is offering free rides for the entire month of September. But you have to have a Pronto card. The Pronto system comes with a new smartphone app as well. You can find out more about the system and how to get your Pronto card by going to ridepronto.com. Local contractors say they're not being given an equal opportunity to be involved in Chula Vista's billion-dollar bayfront development. KPBS's Alexandra Ronhell has more on the Latin Business Association advocating for minority contractors. We have the resources, we have the men force, we have everything they're asking for. So why not give your community the opportunity to work on these type of projects? ANG Cleaning is one of the 50 local contract companies asking to be included in the Chula Vista Bayfront project. The redevelopment will completely transform the Bayfront into a hotel convention center that includes commercial space and public amenities. The billion-dollar project, approved by the Port of San Diego and the city of Chula Vista, is expected to bring 30,000 jobs, and 10,000 of those jobs are construction jobs, according to the Port of San Diego's project summary. Ruben Guerra is the chairman of the Latin Business Association. He says local Latino businesses aren't being given equal opportunity for employment. The developers from Texas, right? So that that's one negative. Um, but even if you're from outside, you still got to include the community where you're building. Guerra says it's not just Latinos they're representing, but all minority contractors. He says he's tried to sit with the mayor of Chula Vista to discuss an Eagle Opportunity Plan, but there's been no follow-through. He's hoping that will change as the project has already begun its initial phase. They come to their senses and say, hey, let's sit down and talk about an agreement that we could come to to include all the contractors locally, uh, the minority contractors, the women-owned business, uh, the veterans. We are a local and women-owned company, and we're really looking for more contracts. Alexa Vasquez has been working with ANG Cleaning for four years. She says they've reached out multiple times to project developers for contract opportunities, but have not received a response. Having this type of projects uh, developed during COVID and not being like asked to come work here, it's it's really like insulting for our companies, like it's disappointing. We don't want a handout. We call it a hand up. Just open the door and let us do the job. We can do it. We reached out to the Port of San Diego for comment. They said only a general contractor has been selected so far for the project and all other contracts have not been awarded. And that was KPBS's Alexandra Ronhell. The San Diego County Sheriff's Office is responding to medical skepticism over a video claiming to show a deputy overdosing on fentanyl. But KPBS's Amitha Sharma says the officials left out any medical findings verifying their controversial contention. An incident report shows that deputy trainee David 5A passed out 
after he bent down and his unmasked face neared an area where he had just tested narcotics, including fentanyl. The sheriff's department also made public lab results confirming that the drug fentanyl was found during the search and the call for service that led to the search. But missing was a medical diagnosis that 5A, who was hospitalized after fainting, actually overdosed on fentanyl. Sheriff Bill Gore told the Union Tribune Monday that he, in fact, is the one who made that determination. Under Sheriff Kelly Martinez told KPBS something different last week. We don't have any other explanation. That's the only thing, and that's what the paramedics believed happened, and that's what the doctors at the hospital believed happened to him. Gore declined an interview with KPBS. And that was KPBS's Amitha Sharma. Coming up on the podcast, will we need booster shots for COVID-19? Some researchers say yes, some health officials say no. More on that next, just after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego, offering visitors to the La Jolla campus special exhibitions, collection galleries, coastal vistas, seaside dining, and more. MCASD.org. The newness of COVID-19 has led to some confusing advice all throughout the pandemic. Now the confusion surrounds booster shots. Is it a good idea for a fully vaccinated person to get an extra dose of vaccine to boost immunity against the Delta variant? Some physicians and researchers say yes, the CDC and San Diego health officials say no, while others say it couldn't hurt. While the emphasis remains on getting shots to the millions who are still unvaccinated, some fully vaccinated people are looking for ways to get additional protection. Dr. Shira Abelis is an infectious disease specialist at UC San Diego Health. She spoke with KPBS Midday Edition host Maureen Kavanaugh. Here's that interview. Where do you stand on this question about booster shots? Are they a good idea? I think we will be seeing booster shots for immune-compromised individuals, and that's who needs them. Uh, I don't think it'll be broadly for the entire population, but certainly for the very elderly who wouldn't have been expected to have a uh, robust response to initial vaccination. We expect we'll be eligible and we'll be getting vaccine. And then certainly for people with immune-compromised conditions, such as those who've gotten an organ transplant or bone marrow transplant, Um, they would really benefit from the extra protection from a vaccine. Um, Those people getting chemotherapy, really acutely ill or chronically ill individuals, but not someone in their 40s who who, um, will really do well from the initial vaccines. And what do we know about the level of protection that fully vaccinated people already have from the virus and the variant? We are seeing very strong protection from the vaccines. But we are seeing people hospitalized with a history of vaccination, but they are from those categories that I described, um, people who have gotten you know, a liver transplant, kidney transplant in the recent months, um, people who are getting chemotherapy who happen to get COVID. They are, by and large, the people who are really sick in the hospital. We do see some 
vaccinated people getting COVID. So they are feeling unwell and certainly, you know, could be having fevers, could be having body aches, um, but they're generally doing well and not requiring hospitalization. This is in line with you know, protection from the vaccine. It's just not 100% protection. There seems to be some special concern about the immunity of people who got the one shot Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Is there reason for concern? I don't think so. I think a lot of the anxiety is, you know, it's fewer people and it's been around for a shorter amount of time. So there's just not as much information. Um, Pfizer was the first one and it was used very actively. So it was millions of people getting vaccinated earlier. So we just have more information. Same with Moderna. Johnson and Johnson was released largely after we had a big swath of the population vaccinated. And so um, we're still seeing protection, but I understand, you know, people are anxious because there's not as much talk about it, um, but we're still seeing protection just in our internal data at UC San Diego Health. We just don't have the numbers of people who ended up getting that vaccine because our community of healthcare workers was largely vaccinated um, in the early months of vaccine availability. Now, many healthcare providers in San Diego say they are not offering additional doses to fully vaccinated people. But meanwhile, San Francisco is telling people who got the J&J vaccine that they can get an additional dose of Pfizer or Moderna. So this is very confusing to people, right? Yes, I think so. Um, we are not offering or advocating for that at this time. Um, we're definitely waiting for more data and We'll definitely be focusing on those sensitive, uh, vulnerable populations like we talked about for considerations of boosting, you know, when the community um, has the data and, and is ready to move forward with that. Yeah, many people in San Diego who, who got that one-shot J&J were people who may not come back for a second dose. Uh, a lot of the homeless population, migrant farm workers, could they now be at risk? Again, we are seeing protection with this. So I think the one dose has shown and been proven to show good efficacy. There's data out of South Africa um, that we think is showing good efficacy. So it's really that people who, who wouldn't have gotten the major benefits from the vaccination initially, the people who, you know, we give vaccines for people over the age of 65 for other vaccines like Pneumavax, um, uh, shingles, all these kind of things, because with age or in immune compromising conditions, we know the immune system isn't functioning at its maximal capacity. Um, and in, in those settings, we routinely give booster shots. So we knew with Johnson & Johnson from the clinical trials that it wasn't entire um, protection from any you know, illness at all from COVID, but it was this really wonderful protection from morbidity, mortality, ending up in the hospital. Um, and so what we're seeing is that that protection still remains. Vaccine producers say it's likely that we'll all need COVID booster shots in time. Do you see that becoming a standard as annual flu shots? Certainly not right now. I think this is you know, certainly a greater challenge and it'll take a while to get up to that. I think it's really important to think about the global community. There are countries where the healthcare workers, the elderly are not vaccinated. And we know that COVID is so contagious that problems anywhere eventually come around um, to be issues everywhere. So will it be annual vaccination? I don't know. I do think we will eventually need a booster shot or if there's enough mutations um, from the virus being able to replicate 
so much in unvaccinated populations around the world or in our own communities here. There will be a time for that. But certainly right now, the priority is vaccinating the unvaccinated um, because we are seeing good protection from the vaccines and boosting those who we know um, have had an incomplete response to the vaccine and generally are the people who we go ahead and revaccinate with all of our standard vaccines. And the Food and Drug Administration is expected to give full authorization to the COVID vaccines any day now. How do you think that's going to affect the number of unvaccinated people who come forward to get their shots? It'll definitely increase the number. How dramatically? I'm not sure, of course, but it will certainly support vaccine mandates. And it will support people who have just been holding out um, for that reason. And there's no reason to think that it will not be approved. I think we've been trying to get that message out all along. These vaccines are safe, effective. We've been trying to get people vaccinated, but there's just some hesitancy. I think it will definitely help overcome that. That was Dr. Shira Abelis, an infectious disease specialist at UC San Diego Health, speaking with KPBS Midday Edition host Maureen Kavanaugh. And that's it for the podcast today. Be sure to catch KPBS Midday Edition at noon on KPBS Radio or check out the Midday Edition podcast. You can also watch KPBS Evening Edition at 5 o'clock on KPBS Television. And as always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Annika Colbert. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com.